Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph Toy Basham, MD. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Bernard. We will be right back. Kristen Berg will join us right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. To the lama lama, to the lama lama lay. What do you think about that music? Amazon music is working, he said. Don't worry about it. Whatever. I need my playlist. Well, why didn't you check it before the show started there, Buster? Well, I, I opened it, and it, like, went back to the home screen, which it's never done before. No, it did. So I think it, I don't know. Something. Something's going on. Yeah. Doc, i got to ask you a question. Oh, I'm all over this like a cheap suit. Let's go. Okay. Uh, is Rush Limbaugh going to make it? Uh, lung cancer? Yeah. Depends Advanced on depends on what kind. Yeah, depends entirely. Depends on what kind. You know, if he has metastatic disease, then the prognosis is not good. Is not not good. But that being said, I had a, an acquaintance of mine or a friend of mine, ooh, five years ago, who ended up with a goomba in his lung, lung cancer, and it was uh, I think it was small cell, which is a, not a good, not it's a bad actor, and she's quick. now five years right. out, and still with us. And uh, I don't know if he's disease-free, but he's certainly the chemotherapy and the immunotherapy that they use can do wonders. You know, some of that's a wait-and-see question. And melanoma is the same way. I have another uh, patient of mine who had melanoma of the cheek, bad melanoma of the cheek, who had uh, Mm -hmm. removal, uh, superficial prodotectomy, and uh, lymph node uh, biopsy. And six years now, disease-free uh, period were. and melanoma used to be a, a horrific kind of cancer so they've done wonderful right, things and right and until you start and it depends on what kind it is you know whether it's sen- it's sensitive to immunotherapy i mean so many stuff and they do these uh uh cell surface detectors so for uh um for receptors on for different kind of hormones and whatnot and you know, they just do these incredibly intense studies on the cancer itself to see, to customize that uh, chemotherapy for it. So. All he said is that it's advanced lung cancer, which could mean a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, it could. We Didn't do, seem too by happy the way, about it. have Kristen on the phone. Kristen! Hello. How is everyone? Marvelous. How are you? I'm good, thank you. That's the ticket. Uh, we're just going through a few things here, uh, talking about Rush Limbaugh having uh, advanced lung cancer. We don't know what that means, but I would tell you by the looks on the faces of all the news anchors talking about it, it doesn't look too good if that they're any judge, which I don't know if they yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, it but, doesn't uh, sound good. I, I always think, you know, there's no. certain types of cancers you just always think when someone says lung cancer or pancreatic cancer, I think everyone's yeah. initial reaction is, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very true. 
that. I don't know. Like I said, I met Rush a couple of times. I don't know him. I met him a couple of times and uh, didn't really talk much to him. A little bit. I talked to him a little bit. But um, then, of course, the, the, Catherine, uh, the Catherine incident. You know about that one, Kristen? I don't. Remember the author Vince Flynn wrote 15 international bestsellers. Vince was a very close friend of the family, died in his mid-40s of uh, prostate cancer. And uh, so we're at, we're at the, uh, he went to St. Thomas uh, High School, and they dedicated the gym. It's the Vincent J. Flynn Auditorium now at St. Thomas High School. And Rush Limbaugh flew in for the dedication. And backstage, Rush is kind of, uh, this is, you know, several years ago, he's kind of paying very close attention to Catherine, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and... She's looking at her phone, and she doesn't look up at all while he's talking to her. He, she's just looking at her phone, and she walks over to me, and she, without looking up, she goes to me, who's that asshole? I said, it's Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was just a guy attracted to a pretty woman. It was not that big a deal. I, I understand from most people are telling me he was a great guy, or is a great guy, I shouldn't say. I mean, by was, I mean when, you know. Yeah. At the top of the heap, he yeah. was. A, they said he was a very nice man. Yeah, Kristen, if you're going to talk to somebody, would you like to talk to uh, like somebody like uh, ugly, like Harvey Weinstein, or would you like to talk to somebody who's good looking, like I don't know, someone that's good looking, an actor that's good well, looking? I have talked to Harvey Weinstein, so. <laughs> that's oh God! Enough. But if you had a choice, uh, uh, I would. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of interesting because now I have too much knowledge of what Harvey really is. I mean, we all heard the yeah, whispers, yeah. and I interviewed him on a red carpet, and he was charming, and I made a joke, and he laughed, and it was a funny exchange. That was my only encounter with him. Um, but that was then. Like, now, I'm like, ugh, I don't even want to, like, read stories about him because he's disgusting and gross. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Do you talk to Jeff Garland because he looks so much like Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> I don't encounter Jeff Garland. Oh, God, that is so funny on the Curb Your Enthusiasm show, because the women all think that he's Harvey Weinstein, and it's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) How did did you get invited to this party, you son of a bitch? He's like, what? What did I do? That kind of happened, though, um, when the real Harvey got invited to that comedy show, and one of the comedians on stage called him out. Right, right. I remember that. That is that's something else. I don't know. We just keep moving forward with life, don't we? Good news here. The, at midday, the Dow is up nearly 500 points. That's good news. There's no question about that. Yeah. Uh, I feel kind of sorry for Iowa because they are going to lose their political clout. They're not going to be first anymore. This was a disaster for them. This was a complete disaster. It's this com- about Iowa? It was a complete disaster yep. from every angle, too, from the media side on the voting side, on the political side. It was a mess. It was indeed a huge mess, and it's just too bad that it happened. I like the state of Iowa. Spent a lot of time there. They're very nice people, but that I don't know how the hell they ever let that happen. How did you let that happen? Do we know Uh, yet who won? Do do we know? No, they don't. So what is actually (laughs) going on? Because I have no idea. Kristen, tell them. Okay. I don't even know where to start with it all, honestly. Um, all right, but the reporting well. system, they have an app that they use, and the reporting system, like, it had a glitch in it, um, and they wanted to make sure that everything was accurate, which is a great thing in this, you know, day and age of, like, who is interfering with our election system. But um, it led to so many delays. It basically also allowed... <laughs> Bernie and Mayor Pete to kind of say that they possibly won or think that they won, um, while right. other candidates are like, we're just going to call it a day. And I think, really, on the overall perspective of this, all it does is show what chaos is happening within the Democratic Party. Instead mm-hmm. of uniting together yeah. and, you know, doing something and uniting behind one or two candidates, yep. we're just like, it's, it's a free-for-all. It's a disaster. So... So this is, they have a caucus system, or do they have a primary? It's a caucus. Caucus system. Oh, well, there's your, that, that's a meaningless system anyhow. It, yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> well, here we go. But I don't know. Here's a, a quiz for you. Who said okay. the only person that can claim a big victory in Iowa last night is Trump? Uh, 
Trump. Nancy Pelosi. Ralph got it. Trump. Trump said it about Trump. himself. Why, well, yes, of course. <laughs> of course he said it. What of course. My, oh, God, should I even tell Kristen? Oh, uh, I don't know. She doesn't this might hate end him our that friendship. Much. This she may just, be it. She just hates uh, hearing uh, about it. Might end our friendship, Kristen. What is happening? <laughs> On Saturday, I had lunch with President Trump. Did you, were you at the golf club? Yep. <gasps> okay, so what are your thoughts? I told you. I told you. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, never again. <clears throat> We uh, we did not talk politics at all. We talked a little bit about he he listens to the show apparently, and uh, and he knew who I was, and we talked all about the family, and he he knew all about me. It was pretty amazing. He's got amazing people around him. I'll tell you that. But the weird thing about that is he didn't know I was coming. Oh. You know, I had been invited, but you know, I think they went down. I, I don't know how they hand, well they would run the, the guest list. Buy him before before the lunch, though, wouldn't they? I would think so. I, so you yeah. at least have an awareness of who you're going to be interacting with, right? Um, right. What was the event that you were there for? So you were at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, what What was the event? We were at, actually it was at Trump International, okay. his golf course, and uh, Mike Lindell, who's become a really good friend of the families. You know the My Pillow guy. By the yeah. way. I wouldn't wish Mike Lindell's life on anyone. Everybody knows who that man is, and he gets not one moment of privacy. I was with him the entire weekend. He is surrounded by people all the time who want their picture with him. They're just, they get so excited. It, it was weird, actually. You know, I've been around other famous people, but this guy, it's, it's not only the famous thing. Everybody wants a picture with him. It's well, pretty he, interesting. He puts his face out there for everybody, though, so he's right, kind he of well, done yeah, it to I mean, himself, which is fine. But, no. You know. Yeah, I understand that, but I mean, it's like, I, I swear to God, I thought it was with one of the Beatles, for Christ's sake. <laughs> like, man. Wow. Maybe you were. <laughs> maybe he was a Beatle. Yeah, maybe he was a Beatle at one time. It's a Ringo costume but, um, the whole time. So... Exactly. So President Trump came, he put, it, put his arm around my shoulder, and he started talking to me about this stuff, and he shook my hand like five times, and he couldn't have been nicer. Uh, he is not 6'3", I will tell you that. <laughs> and that I can guarantee you, because he's pretty much, he's either exact same height I am, or he's a little shorter than I am. One of the two. He might have used to you be 6'3", but, you know. Yeah, he probably did used to be 6'3", but now he's 70, was he 72, 73 years old? Something like that. <laughs> You start losing that height. No, well, I used to be six one and a half, and now I'm only six feet. Yeah, yeah. and some days I think it's barely six feet. You know, all that uh, it just kind of happens. The cushioning in the spine. Yeah, we should. Did it make you like him more or less or no change? Well, as a person, I, I you know, he he seemed, he was very pleasant. As a professional or a businessman. I don't know. I, I don't deal with him. You know, I don't invest with him, so I don't know about that whole deal. Some people don't like doing business with him. But just talking one-on-one, I mean, for him to go through finding out, who, you know, who I was. He did, he did listen to the show because he heard me say something, and I thought, oh, God, this is not going to be smooth. You know what he heard me say on the show? What did he hear you say? And he actually, he actually smiled about it, which was a surprise. He said, yeah, I listened to the show. As a matter of fact, I heard you uh, make a comment. I said, oh, yeah, what, what was that comment? And he goes, I heard you say, God, I wish Trump would shut up once in a while. I went, oh, God. Mm. <laughs> I think he's heard that one before, though. So Yeah, he probably has. But, no, he, uh, I think he wants to be on this show and the morning show, so we'll get him on with, with Kristen Bird. It'll be perfect. You know, oh, my God, please. I, I think I should tell him the story about <laughs> blocking my brother. I think it's a good story. <laughs> I think it's a great story. I think it's very think funny, it actually. You, you know, the, if you talk to any president, anybody who's, who's been elected as president, I don't care yeah. what their ethics are, what their morals are, what their politics are. They are nice people when you talk to them. They are. They yes. always are. You're and right. there's a reason they got, and that's one of the reasons they go. got to where they are. That's too. Right. And I think that that is a really important thing. That's it. It's, it's an absolute thing. It's not just important. It's that that's the main thing. Worthiness. And even people who haven't, even Hillary Clinton is this. She, she's very gracious and a nice person, and she's able I'm to sure, talk yeah. to people and interact with them and visit with them. I mean. 
you know, that's a skill that, that is absolute uh, to, to play in that ring and certainly to be elected. One of my favorites of all time is I'm standing next to Bob Dole on the KQ Morning Show, right? And Bob Dole comes, <laughs> I introduce him, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bob Dole. And he goes, Tom, just want to tell you how proud I am to be on KORS. KORS, KQRS. What's the difference, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Kors. He's on Michael Kors' show instead of KQRS. I don't know what that was all about. But Sometimes I see the Michael you know. Kors logo and I think of KQRS because it's like a similar it does, it looks like, font. It? It does. And, yeah. It does. You're right. This is a pretty good line by President Trump. He said, Trump, uh, Trump said, maybe Democrats will blame Iowa on Russia. <laughs> oh, I'm sure <laughs> some of them will. That's funny. I mean, that is funny. you got to admit. I don't know. We'll, we, we keep an eye on it. All I know is, um, and it, here was my honest impression, Kristen, and I talked about this yesterday with everybody else on the show. Well, Ralph uh, is on today, too. But um, to, to look at where I came from and uh, having lunch with the President of the United States and, you know, shaking hands and putting his arm around me and laughing and having a great time. Oh, I, I'm sorry, but I became a much bigger fan of America. I love America, always have loved America. I think it's the greatest place on earth. And when some dopey kid from North Minneapolis who never even finished high school can hang out with the president, it's a pretty damn great country, don't you think? Well, it's kind of an American dream story. You know, we all have that you yep. know one story yep. of like, how did we get here? Holy cow. I mean, yep. for me... It was the first year I did the Oscars, and I was standing on the red carpet. And I'm like, how did I get here coming from there small town go. Massachusetts? That's exactly how I felt. Is how the hell did I? Well, I was sitting next to one of President Trump's attorneys, a guy named George. He was born a Christian in Egypt and had to move when, as a little boy with his family. His mother, father, and he came to America with no money at all. They were basically starving. They were Egyptian immigrants. And they somehow slogged through, and he said the same thing. To me, he said, well, that was really nice. The president spent some time with you. He got, i gotta, I got to ask you something, Tom. How did we get here? You know, I was a poor kid from Egypt, got kicked out of the country, moved to America with no money. We were starving. You grew up in North Minneapolis, very, very poor. How the hell did we ever get here? But it's what you're talking about on the red carpet. How did I get here? America, man. America's a great country. Don't you think? I agree. Yeah. I mean, we've, I think we've spent the last four years bashing it quite a bit. <laughs> but um, really, it's still a great country, and we need to appreciate that. Because we could yes, be living in far right. worse situations. There is no doubt about that. We'll, uh, we'll just... I can't tell people. And, and I'll throw this in with Rush Limbaugh. Um, Rush Limbaugh is one of the most popular people on Earth. Everybody knows who he is. He's very successful. He's worth $500 million, and he's probably not going to live that much longer. Hopefully he does, but he probably won't. Mm -hmm. So don't be miserable and crabby and hateful your whole life. You got one shot, and like Kobe Bryant, had it all. He had everything, mm -hmm. talent and money and fame, and it's all gone now. Can all be taken don't away in an your instant. Life. That's it. Don't waste your life on being in a horrible mood and hating everything. Live your life and be happy, man. Mm -hmm. Just be happy, right? Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. Don't worry. Do, 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 do. Thanks a lot for sticking that in my head. You're your welcome. <laughs> we'll be right back after this with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XChat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, 
the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. I'm gonna have myself a real good time. Don't blame me, I didn't choose it. What is this? It's Queen. It's Queen. Yeah, we need to hear more Queen. I don't think it's played (laughs) enough on the radio since Bohemian Rhapsody came out. I love Queen. Queen forever. But every time you turn on the radio, Queen's on the radio. Every time. That is very true. Oh, my God. Calm down. I right. Mean, it was a great movie. So I saw it three times. So it's just Yeah, well there you go. Queen the movie. There you have it, ladies Queen and gentlemen. Kristen Burt is with us. We uh were talking a little bit about uh Rush Limbaugh and unfortunately he has uh he has cancer, lung cancer, advanced lung cancer. Yeah, I have a f- We're talking about the unfortunate what? I'm thinking so advanced lung cancer is probably how his doctor explained it to him. Which yeah. is probably shorthand for not good. Uh, I, I would I would disagree with that. I think his doctor explained to explained to him in sort of gross detail well, what I'm was sure. going on. But that's what he understood. And, yeah, and then what it boils down to is it's because yeah. the doctor's you know. always going to tell you they're going to tell you staging, they're going to tell you type. But most ninety nine percent of people are going to hear that and they don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. But, but then they hear advanced right. lung cancer and they think, oh, okay. And they also say where it is. So yes. it's in your lungs, it's in your brain, it's in your liver. You know, it's, 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 oh, yeah. it's, if it's a metastatic, yeah. and when you say advanced, you think about metastatic disease where yeah. it's spread outside the lung where it's not surgically operable, not easily treated with radiation. And it's, you know, it's just, it's just not, not good. Was he a smoker? Yes. Did he like cigars, the- a lot of cigars. Cigars, yeah. So, but I tell you what, yeah. anybody inhales cigars is making a huge mistake. Oof. Oh yeah, you inhale cigar smoke. Sounds revolting. No. <laughs> <laughs> None for me. <laughs> the Kristen to... Burt does. She she inhales cigar smoke. Constantly. Swisher sweets, I bet. <laughs> mm. Swisher sweets. That's exactly right. I smoked one of those White one owl. time. They're disgusting. You don't know what a Swisher Sweet is? Don't be coy with us. No, they're like I'm literally like. They're like the tiny little cigars, and they're flavored. They're cigarillos, like and they're flavored like grape and bubble gum. And, yeah, they're oh, disgusting. That's how much I know Ish. about smoking. Yeah, it's gross. That's a good thing. You don't I only need to know, know about it smoking. because I only know about them because we had an uncle that smoked them. Uh, he did. Yeah. <gasps> Todd used to smoke Ooh. Swisher sweets. He did. Todd did. Yeah, when we were when we were kids, that. he used to huh. smoke them all yeah. the time, and I used to be like, "What does that smell?" Because it smells like. It's like cigarette smoke with a saccharin, sickly smell yeah, of really fruit inside it. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's weird. The only thing worse uh, than that, we were, uh, we were looking at condos in a building, and, the, and we, I stepped off the elevator on one floor, and this whole floor was, in, was infused with the, the odor of uh, grape-scented marijuana. Yep. Oh, yeah, you said uh, yeah. grape oh. marijuana. That sounds oh. revolting. Oh, it, it was revolting. Nasty. Oh. Just Ooh. take the bitter medicine at that point because the grape is going to make it even worse. That's yes. right. I'll t- take the yeah. marijuana by itself. No, thanks. Well, Unbelievable. That's why you don't smoke because it's gross in many ways. Yeah. All right, Kristen, I have to, I have to ask you for your knowledge on this one. I, I need your opinion. Okay. Okay. We got a call from Mary Burner, who's the chairwoman of Cumulus, the company that owns the radio station at which I work. And she said, Tom, I need a favor from you. And I said, yeah, no problem. That's, that's not a problem. What do you need? She goes, 
I need you to do an interview for me. I said, yeah, no problem. When? when? She goes, uh, today at noon central. I'm like, well, I kind of do a, a show. She goes, yeah, I know, I know you do, but I really need you to do this. I'm like, so guess who's leaving in another 12 minutes? That'd be me. You. <laughs> you are. <laughs> when the chairwoman needs something, you do it. She is a joy to work for. Though. And I'm not just saying that because I've bad-mouthed other chair people. I mean, the people before her were complete pukes and disastrous and ugh. Well, they, uh, they were. They were terrible well, people. Where are you hell? All of back 30 years. All horrible. She's been terrific. Well, look, like I said... I just signed a seven and a half, eight year extension of my deal. I guess that kind of shows she has faith in me, doesn't it? Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? So I kind of have to return the favor. If she needs me at noon, I'll be there at noon. I'll be interested to I see. Not a problem. So we all know that you're never going to stop doing this. And I'm <laughs> wondering, like, so you're 95. Do they still give you seven year contracts? Sid Hartman just signed a three year deal, and he'll be 100 years old in a month. Mm, Less than a month. Pretty optimistic. Dear God. Yep, he'll be a hundred years old on March first, and he just signed a three-year extension. <laughs> well, I mean, if one party dies, then the contract is null, right? So, I mean, does it really yeah. matter? They could sign a fifty-year extension. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, because if he's not going to live through it, then I guess it really doesn't. It's, make it's any not difference, breach but... of contract to die. You're allowed well, you to know, do Sid that. You know, Sydney earned it though. Did you know Sid when you were here, Kristen? I did not. You know, you knew who he was, though, didn't you? I did know who he was. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. I just—he's an—he's an unbelievable human being. I've known Sydney for you. I haven't—I ran into him about six months ago, and he didn't know who I was. And I've known him for thirty-five years, so I think the age is getting to him a little bit. Yep, but he's still—we're oh, okay with that, though. I mean. Yep, absolutely. But yep. he's still turning out columns. I mean, he's still writing on sports. So, uh, is he? Well, what was the contract for? Uh, to put his name on things. Oh. I don't probably know, maybe. Probably assistant I, I, really helping him, right? Yes, I think he probably, I, I'm sure he does his own writing, but then they kind of doll it up for him, I think. Which I think they've always done, because Sid is a North Side guy like me, so he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Oh, yeah, he's, just well, like I me. mean, yeah, yeah. Are, so are you implying that the articles are ghost-written? Ghost-edited. Yes. Ghost because edited. they ghost edited. Okay, because they still, you know, they're producing articles regularly under his name. I mean, although it could be his thoughts too. His thoughts just yeah, formulated. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Probably. That's true. I mean, you know, it's like an article every, on average, three days. You know, that's not the most strenuous pace in the world, even for a hundred-year-old. So they've given him an écrivain. Someone who writes things down, so it's you know they, he could have an intern with him all the time. It's his memoirs, and he's and he and he's, he's watching a ball game. He says a, a number of things, yep. his interpretation of the game, how things are going, what's happening, and then this person uh, you know uh, collates that and puts out an article. Yeah, right? probably. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with there that. There you have it. Joe from Louisville sent me a text message that says, "Don't worry. When you turn 95 years old, your contract will be until you die." Probably, honestly, <laughs> it's not a two-year deal. It's not a ten-year deal. It's an until you die deal. <laughs> in perpetuity, <laughs> an intern, an, an, an eternal contract, an eternal contract. That, yeah, I could. I, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be good. That'd work for me. Um. The worst movie release of all time happened this past weekend, Kristen. Did you know that? Uh-oh. No, what happened? It's the, what's her name? Blake Lively, is that her name? Oh, yes. Hello? Wait, what happened? There's a movie called, what the, what's the name of the movie again, Oh, the Rhythm, the Rhythm Section. Yeah. Oh, rhythm yeah, yeah. Section. <clears throat> the worst the rhythm. wide opening in theater history. Really? Congratulations! <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Well, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. Why would you put out a movie on I Super know. Bowl like the weekend? Well, what it is is um, this weekend is a dumping ground. So the studios already knew they had a stinker, and so uh, they just dumped it on this weekend because they they knew it wasn't going to make any money. No one was going to the theaters. Everyone was going to be doing their Super Bowl activities. So that's what right, they do. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate. Well, I hear it wasn't that bad. It just, you know, it's they'll, more of the same. They'll hope that it has a second life on streaming, you know, video yeah. on demand, that kind of thing. Because some people like to purchase three ninety nine movies, Tom. <laughs> they do? <laughs> yes. You mean like like me? Yes. 
Yes, yeah. you might purchase it at some point. <laughs> goes, and it yes, might make I'm a little bit of its budget you. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe my my four bucks. You're absolutely true. I just yep. think you're absolutely right about that. It's more taken, and we don't need more taken. Well, but this is oh, a is woman. that what it is? Oh, but so whose son what? is taken, or what? I don't quite. A woman was taken, and or she, family no. is killed by terrorists, oh, and she has Lord. to hunt you know, down the terrorists. And how many times are we going to oh, watch this? Oh, yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's just a horrific thing, and it, oh. making it a woman isn't enough of a twist to make it entertaining. If it's passe, I mean, like, I don't know how they could make it entertaining, though. I mean, like, what? If, maybe it turns out the terrorists are actually the good guys. Yeah, but oh, I know. Shocking yeah. twist. There you go. But I there got, you go, Hollywood. I got sucked into the Jack Ryan series uh, on Amazon, <clears throat> and we're watching that first season, and it's the same mm-hmm. story. It's a young man whose family was killed, killed by Americans, and he has a vendetta against American is his terrorism and things like that. So, so it's a subversion of the ter- the foreign terrorists. Yeah. So it's so there you go. That's it, something. You I, know. So it's it's. The opposite, the other side of that coin, so to speak, or the corollary or whatever. How come it's not Jill Ryan? Uh, it should be. There you go. Yeah. Twist. What a twist. What's that all about? What's that all about? Answer me. So in any case, yeah, uh, what's it called? The rhythm section? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, biggest flop of all time. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody has anybody seen Lone Star 911, this TV series with uh, Rob Lowe and, and Liv Tyler? No. I have not. And it replaced Flurry Dancing, so they, they actually launched it earlier than expected because the other show in that time slot was doing so poorly. They moved it out and moved that show on in, so they, they have a little more faith in, in Rob Lowe's show. The, the only thing about it so far, it's been a little disappointing. I've only watched about 10 minutes of it, and I really liked Liv Tyler in Lonesome Jim. I thought she was so good in that movie because she's very understated. But Liv, one warning I'll give you, you're getting even more understated. You're kind of like the female Matthew McConaughey, so I'd be very careful there. Everything you do is going to be like this from now on, and I'm very pissed off at everybody, and I just wanted them to know that. that, You know, when you're that understated, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But she's very understated, and maybe that's her character. I don't know. I've got to watch the whole thing, but I've always liked her a lot. I, I have. Uh, like I said, Lonesome Jim, I became a huge fan of hers because she starts dating Casey Affleck and goes in his room and he has all these people like Sylvia Plath and Ernest Hemingway and they got these very sober and somber looks on their faces. He, he leaves for a while, comes back in half an hour and she had painted smiles on all the pictures. <laughs> I love that thing you do, Tom Cruise's, uh, yes. Tom Hanks' yes. movie, not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks, yeah. She's terrific. She really is. I don't know. i, I got to watch the TV show, see if it's any good. Rob Lowe, you know, is Rob Lowe, so whatever. Um, okay, so this week, what's coming out this weekend in movies? You know, I don't even know because it's the Oscars. I don't either. Like, that's another weekend. No one's going oh, to Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah you're right. So you're not going to go. Another, like, you're right. Movies. We don't really have a big, like, movie opening until you hit March. Um, and The Quiet Place 2 comes out. Like, that's the next, like, big movie that's coming out. Okay, I have a question again. So, when you want to talk, you go over to the waterfall because the monsters can't hear you talk because of the waterfall. Then why didn't you build your house next to the waterfall? (laughs) Because I think their house was already built, and then Well, move it. (laughs) Yeah, move it. That'd be loud. loud. That'd be loud. They'd die. I suppose it'd be a little annoying most of the day. Yeah. Except when you wanted to schmooze or something. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, I thought that movie was okay. I didn't. I was not a big fan of that movie. Did you guys like it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was a fun kind of different concept. I was really stressed out, not by the plot of the movie, but because I had to be so quiet. Like eating popcorn or like moving around, and I went with Brittany too, and she and I are both so loud, just like loud you people, are. and so You're we right. both were just like sweating because we were so nervous to even move. What? God! But it's just it's just a warmed over Tremors, which is it, it was yeah. it was it was the big yeah, worm. Yeah. The worm movie, where if you walked on the ground and created vibrations, the worms would come eat you. It's just a, it, which in it, itself is from Dune. Yeah, well, which yeah, is which is right. a concept from Dune. <clears throat> so. That's a very good point. 
don't know. What are you going to do, ladies and gentlemen? What are you going to do? Uh, it makes me a little sad. This, there's an article in the uh, in the news this morning. Brian Wilson says boycott the Beach Boys. Tweet comes as Mike Love's band is set to perform for Safari Club International. A founding member of the Beach Boys wants people to boycott the Beach Boys. In a Monday tweet, Brian Wilson linked to an online petition asking fans to stop supporting the band until it withdraws from a Wednesday concert at Safari Club International's annual convention in Nevada, where avid hunter Donald Trump Jr. will be keynote speaker. Uh, the petition also requests band members publicly state their opposition to this sick sport of killing animals for fun, since a staggering 870 companies will be selling trophy hunting holidays and wildlife body parts. They're going to sell body parts? Don't well, you get, yes. your, get yourself an elephant foot or something? Hmm. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> what do you like mean the, for the umbrella stand? It's like the leg lamp from uh, Christmas Story, but a lot more <laughs> gross. Fragile. That's all I have to say to you, Andy, is fragile. Mm-hmm. All right, because I'm such a loyal employee, I must leave you guys now to go serve the chairwoman. You know what I'm saying. All I ever do is deliver. Have you ever noticed that? That's right. You deliver. You're, you're, Tom, I you're said a company it. man. I, you're a company man. I said it before. <laughs> yeah. Tom, you're a saint. You're an absolute saint. Yeah. It's true. It's <laughs> unbelievable what a saint I am. We're all you're lucky to know right. you. Boy, look at the time. All right, well, enjoy the rest of the day. Kristen, enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk Thank to you, you guys tomorrow. But th- everybody will be here the next segment and next hour, so don't go away. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back. Hello. And we still have Kristen, I think. Yeah. And Kristen, yeah. yes, a, burning, a burning, burning question I have for you. Oh, boy. Since, oh, yeah. since we do not want to uh, put uh, America's royalty in harm's way, what are they doing to protect everybody at the Academy Awards from the coronavirus? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. I wouldn't even, I mean, no one's going to walk down the red carpet with um, masks on. We certainly know that unless someone comes up with a couture mask. Um, oh, cool. It's honestly going to be up to everyone to sort of police themselves. Yeah. They're they going to do like they do on, in the jetway in uh, Japan, Tokyo, where you walk down the jetway and they have a thermometer right in front of you. And if you you got a fever, you go right you go right into a, 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 a uh, infirmary. And if you're sick, you get back on the plane and leave. So, so I wonder if they're going to screen people for temperature, you know, body temperature and whatnot. I do know that the um, China media outlets are not coming, obviously, um, and they've sort of scale back on all of their Oscars coverage. So, um, and the China media outlets, I don't know if people realize, have a huge presence at the Oscars because of, you know, their box office dollars matter so much internationally to the studio. So 
the academy always sort of rolls out the red carpet for them. They won't have a presence this, this year at all um, because of the quarantine and everything else. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And we did see yesterday, stock market-wise, we did see some of the Chinese um, Hollywood entertainment-related stocks kind of tumble because the movie theaters are closed right now. And that is going to affect the Oscars in terms of box office dollars because they were going to roll out a lot of the Oscar-nominated films in China this upcoming week. And so a film comes out, uh, Avengers uh, Endgame. And what percentage is going to be from the theaters in China? China, you know, I don't have the exact number, so I don't want to, you know, throw out any random number. But I will say that movie, the theater-going experience in China is something that's still a priority, unlike here in the United States. So theater owners, especially international theater owners, or the chains that are both domestic and international, they rely upon these dollars. And as you and I know, we I think we talked about it last week, it, this is not just like, hey, this is like a virus for a couple of weeks. This could have lasting impact for months. Yeah, well, it'll take a while for it to settle down. It will. I think mm-hmm. it will settle down uh, with time. Do... Um, they have drive-ins in China. I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, because because that is a, that would be a way to do it, right? Yeah, drive-ins. So you, they could take, well, they don't have they don't do the bicycle thing that much anymore. They they they, they and do to it. own a car is still a luxury in many regions yeah. of China. But there's a lot of people. Um, I have a friend who is on a cruise ship currently, and they are um, all quarantined on the ship right now. Oh, oh they're fun. they're around Asia. Oh, and where are they? Well, I mean, where are they? Quarant- are they in a port quarantined? They're not even in a port. They're, like, floating outside the port. Let me go and see, because she's well, on uh, the virus she's a performer have... on one of the ships. Let me see what ship she's on. Isn't that it's in her bio. Did someone swim from the mainland or something? Because the virus can't go that far. Um, but... I think because um, they're not allowed to co- the ship's not allowed to come into port because they're concerned about bringing the virus in. Oh, and they can't turn around because they don't have enough fuel or something? So, yeah, she's, uh, they're outside of South Korea right now. They're not being allowed into port. I wonder if they're ferrying uh, food out to them. Food, well, and you need liquor, too. Yeah, because usually when you go into port, we you are shrimp. <laughs> restocked. Yeah. yeah, they're restocked. You yeah, what? she's a dancer and an aerialist. Um, it doesn't say what ship she's on. I'd have to go and look it up. But, yeah, she's just, and I said, what are the passengers doing? And she said, she's on Royal Caribbean. So, um, and she said the passengers usually get a refund if they're quarantined oh, and it's kind of ruining nice. their vacation. Cool. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, but the, but the company's really losing out because they're missing one or two cycles of another cruise if they're seven-day seven cruises. Well, and her boat is exclusively in Asia. I mean, she's, I, from even just watching her Instagram, you know, it's ports in China, Japan, South Korea. I don't know how they're going to go forward at this point yeah, and, at least for now and what they you know whenever they whenever they have an uh, incident of a communicable disease on on board like norovirus they go through that ship and they they clean every surface in the ship once mm-hmm. or twice every surface so wow. after this they're gonna have to go through that whole process mm-hmm. to get rid of all of the stuff well, that only if may there's be, a may be there. case wouldn't there yeah, I guess so. But still, there's 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 this fear of getting it. Everyone, what if someone gets on and then they get the coronavirus because yeah. they get on this ship, you know? And, and so much of it, I'm I'm it. I don't know that there's a lar- large uh, uh, airborne uh, infection from this virus. If you look at if you human look, to human transmission, seems pretty low right yeah, now. But I think it's bodily fluids, semi fluids, stool, yeah. things like that. That's what's carrying the virus and. Uh, Contaminating people, and there was a story recently that there were the virus is in is in diarrhea. Ten to twenty percent of patients have diarrhea with this, um, and you know, and there's a issue with pit toilets or the the mm. toilet the toilet facilities or sanitation facilities they have in China, which are different than the rest of the mm-hmm. world. So, I don't know. And overall, uh, the insinuation uh, on, from Al Jazeera America, they did a little segment that we wa- I watched that mentioned that. There's a there could be a large number of uh, of the population who have the coronavirus but are not having terrible symptoms. They're getting a cold or some such thing like that. So the incidence of really dying could be far smaller. The yeah the incidence or the percentage of deaths could be far smaller than what you they're showing with confirmed cases. 
Ah, uh, that makes sense. So. Yeah, because it's, it's people with Im- Im- uh, weak immune systems, I'm sure, that are the ones yeah. that old people. Hey, are oh, at, yep. old people. Oh, that's stuck in my throat. Old people, and but but the, the difference is is that in Western countries, so many people have been uh, uh, vaccinated for pneumovax with pneumovax for the pneumococcal mm-hmm. uh, bacteria, which is the most serious of the of the of the pneumonias, and that will kill you in a day. But with that, and with better health, better hygiene, you know, better sanitation overall, comparatively, I I just don't know that it's it's going to be that big a deal. And I there's only been one confirmed person-to-person uh, a transmission outside of China. So, Well, I'm traveling to Austria on Friday, so I'm going to wear a medical mask on the plane. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to take just uh, even for flu. Don't wear a gas oh. mask because they'll kick you off the plane. That yeah, that's right. To somebody. No, just one of those, like, little, yeah. Gas mask? Yeah. Yeah. Some guy was wearing, he was led on the plane in a gas mask in, like, Austin, I think, and it didn't even have a filter. Oh, so it wasn't doing. And it took anyway. an hour for them to get because they were like, "Take it off. You need to take it off." And he was like, "I'm not going to." And then the plane was delayed an hour because security had to come and take oh, this God. guy off the plane because he wouldn't take his unfiltered gas mask off. Why they let him on the plane in the first place? I have no yeah, idea. But the but even the even the face mask that you wear, you're wearing that for your own your your own peace of mind. But the reality is, it doesn't protect you all that much because there can be gaps around the edge. Well, and you have to wear one that has like the oh, yeah, not just some nineties. I know there's some number on it. Yeah, Lindsay's get, trying to get a couple of those, so we we have them. But I don't know because if you wear just a regular one, it's like a breeding ground for bacteria. It's like hot and wet. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. So you're going to Austria? Wait a second, Austria skiing? Oh, me Austria for skiing? No, I'm going for work. <laughs> I wish I was going what, for skiing. What dancing's going on in Austria? I do a uh, corporate job, um, oh, nice. and yeah, and I—that's why I went to Barcelona and Copenhagen last year. So mm. yeah, I host a, a corporate game show, but I'm going to Austria. Oh, you're kidding me! Good for you. And then yeah, it's is fun. is uh, and where are you going to be in Austria? In Vienna. Okay, you're not going to Meyerhofen. I am not, unfortunately. So I'm kind of like centrally located. I'm going for a couple days ahead of time just mm. to see some of the sites, and then I'll be working. Nice. You're going to go any place else? Paris? Berlin? No, I have to be back for work, unfortunately, but um, I'm there I'm there 10 days, so that's good. Yeah, my impression of Austria is <laughs> food's white. Really white food. You know, like the, oh, what, v- the verse. What does that mean? Oh, well, it's just you end up with potatoes, <laughs> sauerkraut, cabbage. Versed, it just all seemed to be very white. Not a lot of, not a big focus on green vegetables or green kinds of things. Bread's white. No, the bread's yeah, kind of brownish true. kind of thing. But it's just, it's a very bland schnitzel, kind it's of all very white. <laughs> schnitzel veal. Even, white. even the sausages. I'm going to be craving broccoli when I come back. Is that yeah, what you're telling yeah, me? Well, I, I worry. I worry that you'll be craving broccoli. You'll get on the plane and just want a plate of broccoli for a meal or some such thing. That's true. They don't. I love broccoli, so I probably will be craving it by the time I come home. Yeah. Do you, do you steam it or do you roast it? Roast. roast. I do an air fryer. Do you guys have an air fryer? Oh, Andy has an I air fryer. I have an air fryer. Well, like roasting oh, my God. It. I swear by it. I tried making air fryer broccoli, and it just ended up turning into broccoli-shaped carbon nuggets. So <laughs> you can make, If you do it, um, whatever it says for the vegetables on your air fryer... You have to undercook it a little bit, which won't undercook the broccoli, but it'll make uh, it really nice and crispy and delicious. It's amazing. You make it brown on the outside? Um, it makes, like, the little, like, buds on the, the top. It makes it, like, crunchy. Hmm. Kind oh. of like a broccoli chip, which I buy at Trader Joe's all the time, and I love them. Hmm. Well, as opposed to leaving it in the oven too long, like uh, Turtle Dove does once in a while, and it turns into, <laughs> into broccoli jerky. Yeah. <laughs> it can get pretty chewy. Yeah, but roast all that moisture. I would agree. Gone. Roasting vegetables really is, is was an eye opening uh, eye opener for me because uh, they taste so much better. Um, they do th- than when you steam them or when you or you boil them, which is even worse. Like it's that Maillard rea- reaction. You got to yeah. get that Maillard reaction. That yeah, makes everything taste better. Yep, we 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 like that. Like that a lot. 
so you, you'll you'll love Austria, but it, like I said, the food's like a little little tiny bit bland. And I also also you can you can you know in a couple of weeks from now, you know, we'll like to talk. I like to hear. I I always get a sense that they're a little bit. Um, uh, there's still a little fascism floating around. Maybe a little. Uh, the, oh, uh, I just got that sense that uh, you know they're just a little. They still have an element of that philosophy floating around. Not not overt, and but yeah, I just got that sense that that was they were still a little. You know, they could still be making brown shirts there somewhere. So yeah, you do you do feel that in some of the some of the countries yeah. in, in Europe. Yeah. Not yeah. in like the the Londons and the Parises per se, but I even felt when I was in um, Prague, you can't you feel the element of like the the modern part of the city yeah. versus um, the you know sad part of the, the World War Two history of it, and uh, also the communism aspect of it. Like all three sort of still battle each other yeah. while you're in Prague. Absolutely, and and it is. And in that communist piece, people forget about it. There, you, there, it has affected the architecture in some places, yeah. and you know, in some of the people have a tendency to have a sort of a dour kind of uh, oh, what was you know a dour mm-hmm. kind of personality when they're out and about because of that communism. It's really, is sort of you know, if you grew up with it, it's so it takes the wind out of you. Oh yeah, yeah. You uh, yeah, you'll like it there. I uh, my well, one of the women in our office's son is. Uh, married to a man uh in austria and mm-hmm. they get you know they're, they're accepted and they they do well they both have jobs and they're getting along but they just would feel better if they moved someplace that was, was a little bit more uh accepting so they get a sense of it there but not not that it's you know they fear for themselves or anything like that but they they just say yeah yeah it might be a little more comfortable maybe in berlin or right. you know, one of the other uh, one of the cities and in a lot of people didn't realize that before World War II, Berlin had the highest gay population of anywhere in Europe. Um, so, you know, it's very accepting. And even to this day, when you're in Berlin, it is a, it's sort of a, you know, a wide open uh, kind of territory for uh, acceptance of all sorts of activities that aren't necessarily accepted elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely like sort of try and get a feel for it oh great great and yeah you you know and then you get back when do you get back are we going to see you not next week not next week but i'll be back in time the uh, week after well we're off next week anyway so hey yeah well that's convenient so um yeah i'll be back for what is it the 18th all right super super well um the other turtle dove has just shown up (sighs) i did get a quick (laughs) break from moving like oh uh, plus, I just got sliced and diced at the dermies. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. well, that's fun. So take some Tylenol. So take the edge off that. <laughs> well, Kristen, you, we want you to have a safe trip. Enjoy Thank yourself you. there, and 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 reflect when you when you're having when you're having dinners. Reflect on what I said. Yeah, this is awfully. <laughs> this food looks awfully. And the wine's white too. You know, a lot of red oh, wine there. It's wine's white. You'll see. <laughs> I'm going to be eating, like, orange and green and purple foods when I get back. <laughs> Red, <laughs> for you. you never, you know. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, we'll be right back.